How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Waterfowl 365 presented by BTBN. I appreciate you guys tuning in, and however you are tuning in, whether it be iTunes, the podcast app on your iPhone, Podbean, whatever it is, make sure you hit that subscribe button, leave us some feedback, leave us a review, all that good stuff that lets me know what you like, what you don't like. This is the Move the Sticks Week 8 episode, and uh, another good week of football, a lot of upsets, the picks did not go well, so... Yeah, we got that to look forward to. If you want to get yourself a nice blank to make a duck call out of, or send to your favorite call maker and have them make a, uh, a call out of it, reach out to Seth Owsley over at Swampwood Products. Get yourself a really great piece of material to uh, get a little duck whistle, call, deer grunt, whatever the heck you guys want to do with it, and uh, he'll take care of you. Make some really, really cool stuff over there and always stands behind his work. If you want to get yourself on the waiting list for one of my calls, feel free. They make a great paperweight. Um, you could hang them up on your Christmas tree to make a, uh, a really expensive, nice uh, Christmas tree ornament. You know, Or you can even put them on your lanyard and maybe kill a few ducks with them. <laughs> so check out Unstable Calls on Instagram. I'm clearly bored with this thing. I've said it so many different times. Um, but yeah, check out Unstable Calls on Instagram. Always putting out cool stuff. Check out Fox Red Apparel if you don't like bedazzled jeans, that type of stuff. Clean, classy apparel. Um, yeah, simple. It looks good. It uh, it goes every day, you know. So get yourself that Fox Red Apparel on uh, Instagram. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the, uh, the pick'em. Like I said, it did not go well this week. So uh, we'll see if we can do a little bit better this upcoming week and we'll talk about it so without any further ado the uh move the sticks episode eight and we are live Justin, what's up, brother? Good. How about yourself, man? Good uh, work before Thursday today. Dude, yeah. It makes it uh, a little less hectic. There's not a game going on right now, so uh, we don't have to rush as much, which is always yeah. good. I mean, the Thursday night game, everybody should have already picked the Packers to win that one. Thanks, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that was real, real ugly, dude. The, uh, the Niners... <laughs> They they're out there playing with freaking any quarterback they can find. I mean, it is ridiculous. Yeah, I heard they had Drew uh, uh, Falco out there for the replacements. Shane Falco, hell yeah, yeah Shane Falco. There we go. Yeah, uh, I was thinking uh, Steaming Willie Beeman. <laughs> puking on the puking in the huddle, dude. I haven't watched that freaking movie in so long. The replacements or um, um, any uh, given Sunday. Freaking LT cutting up people's cars. Yes. Okay, so before we get started, best football movie of all time. Um, Let's go top three, because that's tough. That's tough. Uh, the program is probably number one for me. Uh, I would have to go to Replacements and then North Dallas 40. Dang, dude. You literally... Okay, so I'm with you at number... Three, the replacements. Um, number two, I, it's corny, but it's still one of my favorites, and that's Rudy. Oh, I, I, I mean, Rudy is a. I love Rudy, but for me, I like. I love the program. Program's great. Number one, not even an NFL movie. Friday Night Lights. Oh yeah, I, I kind of put me on the spot there, but yeah, I. Uh, Tweeter drank beers. Yes. Beers. <laughs> well, that's not Friday Night Lights. That's um Varsity that's Blues. Cool. But man, Varsity Blues. Yeah. That could be my favorite as far as nah. best football movie, Friday Night Lights. But my favorite football movie, Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. Yeah. That's a cute yeah. Mount Me hat you're wearing. Mount Me. Well, not right now, but oh, maybe after mouth. a few beers. <laughs> <laughs> I got a smart hey, mouth. I know. Is, is that a beer? 
Is it is it boy? Yeah, look at that <laughs> Oh, we've gone way off the wagon. But yeah, man, that's always a little fun one. What's the worst football movie? Oh god. Um um, the first one that comes to mind is the Adam Sandler remake of, uh... Oh, The Longest Yard. The Longest Yard. I would go with the remake of The Longest Yard. My gr- I need to stretch the gray matter in my brain a little bit more. Dude, I understand. The freaking Longest Yard, it sucked so bad, and there were so many funny and awesome characters in it. But it was a terrible movie. Surprise. That'll cross your eyes. I got, well, I got burgers. I just got burgers. <laughs> I got the shakes that'll make you quake. Dude, there's like from top to bottom. That is like one of the best cast ever of famous people. But the movie was just absolute horrible. You know, Nelly was a great football player. He was Mr. St. Louis. We're going off the deep end bad here. But that he was Mr. St. Louis in, in high school for football. He was a really good football player. I believe it, man. It's it's crazy. There's a lot of those good players. Well, and that's uh, you just said, who the hell is that that says I got the shakes? Uh, cheeseburger. Terry Cruz. Terry Cruz. He played in the NFL for what, like three or four seasons? Yeah. 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 It's crazy, man. Bill Goldberg. Dude, Bill Goldberg. You had the great Kali. You had uh. Yeah. You had um. What's Joe Rogan's best friend that's on there? The big fat guy. Uh. Oh, Joey Diaz Joey is Diaz. in it. Joey Diaz is hilarious. Dude, absolute killer. And that, I, like I said, there's a lot of funny people. It should have been a, a great movie, but it tried too hard. Yeah. So let's Trying to recreate the magic of the first movie and, and it added way too much. Yeah, I agree. Well, let's jump into this uh, this Thursday game. There's not much to report on it. I mean, Green Bay Packers took care of business. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers do <clears throat> that Aaron Rodgers kind of things. Uh, Niners, everybody's either heard on the COVID list. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're literally playing with Nick Mullins. Yeah, never even heard of the guy until Thursday night. It's it's a uh, dude. The the 49ers are about the only team that comes close to Denver's injury list. Like, hey, Cowboys too. No, the Cowboys, they, they have some banged-up players. And the loss of, obviously, uh, Dak is the most noticeable. But 49ers, dude, they're, they're crazy depleted. This last week, this last Sunday, Denver was missing 7 out of 11 starting defensive players. That's absolutely How many players did they bring up from the practice squad? They brought 4 in off the practice squad. For that game, seven out of eleven. Your top two cornerbacks going against Julio Jones, both out. You're missing Von Miller, and you're starting three off of the uh, defensive front when you got Todd Gurley running the ball. Like, dude, it was picked thin. Yeah, we all know the Todd Gurley case. You don't know what Todd Gurley you're getting week from week. Well, and it's really funny. We'll jump into that one next. The Packers took care yeah. of business. Devontae Adams took care of it. We both want to know, obviously, on that one. Uh, Broncos-Falcons was the next game I have on the list. I went Broncos-Falcons, stroked them the entire game. The score looks a lot closer, and the game came out. Um, yeah, it's like really, we were, talk, we were texting in between that game back and forth. He was really like Tim Tebow in the fourth quarter. I see it in the kid. Dude, he was freaking lights out. 21 points in the fourth quarter. And that's garbage time numbers. I mean... And, and, and seven, seven carries for 47 yards. That's huge of a young quarterback like him. Well, that's the story of the game, though. Is really, number one, Denver's defense since the start of the season, I mean, has just got statistically worse and worse every game um you know they banged up the jets everybody tears up the jets they tore up the patriots they held the patriots to 12 well now we know you know that the patriots are terrible and uh drew lock is the leading rusher on denver you know when you've got melvin gordon and philip Lindsay. like that is 
unacceptable. They ran the ball 12 times to those two running backs. 12 times. You can't win football games like that. And, uh, man, it is it is bad. I It's too early for me to put the fork in Drew Locke. But, dude, you've got to be consistent through the first three quarters of the game. If he was the quarterback in the first three quarters that he was in the fourth quarter, man. Or even, you know, like two-thirds of that. We'd be looking at him as like a uh, a Ryan Tannehill-type player. Like, not Patrick Mahomes. That's unrealistic for anybody to be Patrick Mahomes. But a Tannehill, um, a Derek Carr, like, you can win games with that. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, so... They sucked. You went Falcons. I went Broncos. You're two and zero. I'm one and one. Um, then you got the Seahawks and the Bills. We both went Seahawks, and holy shit! I told you that Allen was gonna get his stuff together this week because the Seahawks have a horrible defense. Uh, they gave up forty four points. Every time I I pick on Russell Wilson. I, I never play him in fantasy because every time I've ever picked him, he screwed me. Yeah, I picked him in yeah. fantasy, and he freaking boned me. I think he put up like 29 points, but was sitting at 10 in the fourth quarter. Turnover really killed him with two interceptions, and then he had two fumbles lost. Yeah, you can't do that, man. Freaking Josh Allen took seven sacks and threw yeah, the ball for still... 400 yards. Seven sacks. Four fifteen, three. T- that's big on him. No, no friggin' interceptions. Yeah, yeah, dude. The bounce back. He, uh, let's. I mean, let's see what he can do this next week. But man, he's he's still very much positive steps. His season one looks a lot like Drew Locke did this year, where they weren't sure. The Bills were not sure, and they're like, if he can get his accuracy up and quit throwing picks and get a little more consistent. He's got all the talent in the world, and uh, that's where Allen's at, man. He's really taken some big steps. It reminds me of uh, how quarterbacks used to progress, and then you you know you get these new quarterbacks like freaking you know Mahomes and freaking Watson and you know the guys that come into the league and Lamar Jackson is not our favorite guy, but they come in and they tear up the league. Yeah, they just take the lead by storm, and every every defensive coordinator is playing catch up to them. Yeah, but that's that's really pretty rare, you know. That that's not the way. Hell, Aaron Rodgers didn't play for his first two and a half years, and Except behind Favre and learned, But that was probably one of the greatest things for a guy like Aaron Rodgers to sit there and learn from the great Brett Favre. Well, yeah, and Aaron Rodgers' rookie season, I think the Packers went 6-10. and 10. I mean, they didn't come out and freaking, you know, they won the Super Bowl, I think, two years later. But he wasn't perfect his first year. And obviously, everybody knows now that, you know, he's one of the best of all time. I think he, uh, his talent-wise, everybody says he's the best of all time. But he's got a ways in my eyes. People, you know, keep talking about, you know, right now Packers is only thrown one interception. If you usually go look at Aaron Rodgers' stats, he's lining it up too, but the talent of Pat is always foreshadowing everybody right now. But Aaron Rodgers should be, you know, in the lead for MVP as well. Yep, I agree, man. Um, we both went Seahawks on that one. So we're you're two and one, I'm one and two. That uh, jumps us to the Bears and Titans, and we both went underdog in the Bears, and they uh, didn't perform. Freaking, you know. Nick let us down. Oh, uh, yeah. Montgomery kills me. Nick Foles put up 330. Yeah. 332 TDs, no interceptions. Derrick Henry. They held Derrick Henry next to nothing. 21 carries yeah, for 70 yards. I've said this for like the last three weeks. Big thing killing the Bears, no offensive line. Yep. They, you, I mean, when you can't get the running game going, you can't do anything. No, you, I mean, once you obviously get behind defensive coordinators, turn turn their best pass rushers loose. Well, if you're just going to sit there and throw the ball all game, they're you know, turn the dogs loose, and you got to be able to run the ball in the league. That sets up play action, screens. It sets up everything. Deep passes, everything. Yep. I agree, man. 
So that kind of leaves the Bears in no man's land of being able to beat bad teams but not being able to beat good teams, and that's a dangerous place to be at. Um, so you're 2-2, two and two, I'm 1-3 and three after that. It is not looking good. Then we move on to the Colts and the Ravens, and we both took the Colts as the underdog. And freaking, they held Lamar Jackson to not a good game. The the Baltimore got the win. He had 170 passing yards and 60 rushing yards. I'm no scientist, but that comes out to 230. 230 and one touchdown from the starting quarterback. <laughs> like Yeah. He's definitely regressed. And I don't know what Harbaugh's you know doing. He I think he's best out of the pocket, you know, rolling him out and throwing on the run. But I don't see uh, Harbaugh doing that with him, and it's really hurting his game. He he was missing open receivers, man. He had yeah. a he had a thirty yard bomb. The guy was wide open, and it was just a straight five step drop, and just missed it. And it's like that you know that six right there, and that just routinely happens. And I'm I'm sure Ravens fans don't care. They're six and two, and you know he. He did what he did last year, but it's just a matter of time. But, you know, yeah. teams caught up. We'll catch up to him. He's going to lose that step and the thing that makes him elusive. And if they don't figure out a way to make him more Russell Wilson, more Patrick Mahomes-like, you can't make him those two players. But able to hit wide open throws, you have to do that. Yeah, that's a, that's a big – I mean – if you go back and watch the Pro Bowl last year, the throwing competition, and watch Lamar Jackson's hat, it is horrendous. Yeah, dude, it just he doesn't he 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 doesn't make the reads. You have to get him on the move. You have to uh, he's, play he's to his strength. Like when you recruit a certain player as an athlete, and he, he's not going to play. He's going to play a little bit of everything for you. That's Lamar Jackson. He can throw the ball, but he also can play running back. Yeah, dude, he can do everything. He's a freak. Yeah. He's he's one of the best quarterbacks on the run. As far as throwing on the run, I put him just a step below. Freaking! Yeah, I keep saying, I keep saying they need to do what they they did with Jake Plummer all yep. those years. Just roll out. Just get him going where he's reading. That he honestly, we know he probably cannot read a defense all that well, but he can see an open wide receiver. Yeah, get him on the yeah, run rollouts. Freaking drag receivers across the field. They have the speed to do it. He's, uh, you know, just like you said, do what they did with Jake Plummer. Make him read a third of the field instead of the whole defense. Yeah, because the game is moving. Reading a defense of the game is moving too fast for him. Break it down in sections. Well, we're going to roll you to the left. You only got this section of the field that you need to read. And if you don't see it, then you just go ahead and take off. Yep. I agree, man. So we both went Colts. So that leaves you at two and three. Me one and freaking four. The only other thing I can say about the Colts is they bought Brissett, Jacoby Brissett. I think that is his name. Mm-hmm. The backup. Yep. They brought him in to throw the hell Mary. That's you know like bringing in a kicker when you have a long, long kicker and a short kicker. Philip Rivers' arm strength obviously is not there anymore. No, they're going to be in the running for a new quarterback this next year. Uh, they have the defense to compete. They just... I thought Brissett played good enough to at least get another nod at it this year. Man, they... Before, before they signed Phillip. <laughs> I was going to say, they tried that last year. He's not good enough. Um, I think if you could get like a, a Stafford or somebody on the cheap... As long as it doesn't cost you a first or a second rounder. And uh, try to bring in... Because Stafford... We'll get to we'll get to the Lions. But uh, anyway, we both went uh, Colts. You got the Panthers and the Chiefs. And they gave the Chiefs all they could freaking handle, man. Yeah. Stags definitely blitzed a little... Actually, not even a little too much. Way too much. It wasn't... Bridgewater beating us with his legs, but every pass that he connected for, that went and he got yards after the catch of some yak was a short pass. That's what really killed us on defense. Offense, 
that last drive, Andy Reid got too cute. We should have tried to run the ball a little bit more than five carries for a low. But Patrick, he did normal Patrick things. And 30 of 45, 372, four touchdowns. Bridgewater played amazing. He didn't turn over the ball. Sucks McCaffrey is going to be out probably for another month with the shoulder injury. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. It, he looked really, really good back, too. Um, the, the thing that I yeah, noticed he, was... He's, they, so, he's so dynamic. The, the run, he can, he's gotten bigger and the more he's been in the league, so he's running through the tackles more. But that, that aspect of him coming out of the fucking backfield is insane. He well, catches 82 yards. Back. Yeah. And it was like every time they brought the heat, they're like, okay, well, we're just going to run a screen now. Like, yeah. you know. And he's, in, I mean, just an incredible talent, you know. Great genes, obviously, from his father, Ed. And just being a all, you know, all pro wide receiver in Denver. But, man, I would kill to have him on the Chiefs team. Yeah. They just could not get Clyde going either, man. They Kansas City could no, not get the running game going. Your guys' offensive line is super banged up. I did not like putting Austin Ryder back in. I thought Kilgore was doing an excellent job. Of I have not been an Austin Ryder fan. Uh, we should have a healthy offensive line maybe after the bye. So. Yeah. I'm, excited. I'm excited to see that. I want to see... Then try to get Bell and go in just a little bit more. I mean, averaging 2.8 yards a carry for Alaire and two, 2 yards a carry. I mean, it just, there's just not enough carries. I mean, Patrick God, just plays out of his freaking mind every week. And freaking hats off to freaking Chelsea. They could not stop that man. Dude, he had a beast of a game. You know the thing that I only saw one time? was uh, that jet sweep to Tyreek, man. They didn't get him involved enough. He was the only one really running the ball. You know, obviously he only did it once, but he's the only one that had any success running the ball. And like you said, they just got a little too one-dimensional. Yeah, I mean, hell, freaking... He had 18 fucking targets. He caught the ball nine nine times for two touchdowns. That guy was just... There was a play where he caught the ball, and he had like three defenders right there. And he stops, goes through side to side, and no one even within like inches of him still didn't lay a hand on him. It's freaky fast. Yeah, they uh they got the W though. That's all that matters. And yeah, uh, at the end of the day, a W is a W. If you win, you know the Dominic Credo, you either win by inch or a mile. Winning's winning. Yep, I the agree, best man. Best fans out there. <laughs> So that leaves you at three and three, me two and four, and that takes us to the Lions and the Vikings. We both went Vikings on that one, and uh, you know, another Dalvin game. Cook, dominant performance by Dalvin Cook and Mr. Kirk Cousins decided not to turn over the ball and throws three touchdowns. Yeah, when he when he play when he plays good, he plays good. Well, when the pressure's not on him, when freaking Cook is back there and going, and he knows where he only has to play like Tannehill, you know, when uh, when Henry is going, he's like, hey, I don't have to throw 350 today. All I need to do is do 220, you know, 250, hold the ball, make sure I don't turn it over, and just keep feeding Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I mean, even Matt's not a, a damn good game. 12 carries, 69 yards. When you're running the ball for 275 yards, man, that makes it easy to hang a quarterback. And then you just play pitch and catch because half the time the defense is trying to stop the run. And that just opens up wide receivers. Yeah, yeah, it was solid from the Vikings, man. It, uh, that freaking NFC North, they're in the North. Yeah, it just, the Packers obviously are their runaway with it. But, man, 2-3-4 and four with Chicago – the Vikings and the Lions are kind of anybody's anybody's guess at that one. Yeah. So we both went Vikings. So that leaves you four and three, me three and four. Then we jump into Giants and the Redskins. And uh, God dang it, man! Freaking what an ugly game! 
There's nothing exciting. Alex Smith came back through 300 yards, but three interceptions. Three interceptions? But that's rough after taking, what, 19 months of surgeries, rehab, and trying to get back into shape of playing again? Yeah, exactly. Other than that, I mean, there's there's nothing really to exciting. I'm sure there's some Giants and Washington fans out there, but... It's just not an exciting game. Nobody, nobody's tuning into that one because of any good storylines, you know. Well, the biggest storyline right out of that game was Kyle Allen's freaking ankle. Yeah. And that was oh God. They must have a curse. Me and a friend would find out this at work. It was like they must be cursed with like that Feisman, Alex Smith, now freaking uh, Kyle Allen getting freaking a leg broken. Yeah. Dude, it's it's ugly. They uh Yeah, it definitely. So we both went Washington on that one. Four and four. Me three and five. Continues to be ugly. Move over to the second half. Um we got Texans and the Jaguars and another game that was not overly exciting. Um Watson no. did enough. Ten carries for fifty yards. That's too much for a freaking quarterback, man. Yeah, but if freaking David Johnson goes out first quarter of the game with concussion and I know he was he was on my damn fantasy team too. He was on my he was my flex guy. I had you running backs have been doing really good against Jacksonville, so I put him in there. (laughs) Yep, and he laid a freaking egg. I had Will Fuller too, and luckily he snuck out a touchdown at the end of it. I told you even. If you didn't take Fuller, you should take Cooks. Yeah, right? Freaking Cooks goes off, too. It, uh, yeah, just a, uh, overall big screw-up of a week. Um, but yeah, man, uh, a battle of two, two teams at the bottom. What happened to Minshew? He's, I, is he injured? I think so. Let me, let me find out. Injured or benched? I mean, I'll, I'll, uh, he, he said it, when I looked at him on fantasy, he said he was out. Gotcha. Was but I will take a, I'll take a gander real quick. Take a gander, and I'll start the next one. Um, Texans and Jags, we both went Houston, so that leaves you five and four, me four and five. Then you got the Raiders and the Chargers. You went Chargers, I went Raiders. Um, another solid game. From what I remember, I have to pull up the stats. Um, Derek yeah, Carr does just enough to win. Sorry. Go ahead. He's uh, out with a thumb injury. I, I, I remember previously, I think like a week or two, he's been struggling with a, a hand issue. Gotcha. Uh, so they probably benched him. Gotcha. Well, that's good to know. Um, this Raiders freaking uh, Chargers game. Chargers. Dude, Derek Carr did... 100 yards, two touch, 165 yards, two touchdowns. It wasn't anything impressive, um, but it's just enough to win, man. Herbert, another 300-yard, no interception game. Yeah, two touchdowns, no interceptions, and they still find a way to lose the game. Yeah, I think, uh, who is their head coach? The Chargers? Yeah. Um, I cannot. You should know he's a Denver, he's a running back, former. Yeah, he uh, he was on Denver staff, I believe. I can't remember his name, but I think he's not going to be back next year. Uh, I don't know, man. They have to find a way to close out games. The Chargers, the Chargers are notorious for turning the game over. I mean, look at what they did in, in Denver last weekend. I mean, that Justin Herbert should be should have four wins at least. They should be four and four at least. Yeah. And, but, and also, they're hurting pretty damn bad on the, the defensive side of the ball, too. I'm not making any excuses for them, but they got to close games. Yeah, you have to, man. You have to find a way to, you know. Especially keep... against a performance of, of Derek Carr and the Raiders' offense was not very pretty at all. Well, I their leading receiver was Hunter Renfro with two, t- two receptions for 60 yards. Yeah. That's hilarious, man. It, uh. Yeah. And it was all on really just one big bomb play versus a 53-yard catch. Yeah, I'm still... The Raiders are good. Like I said, Derek Carr is what 
a lot of quarterbacks, the young quarterbacks, need to be. You know, that's where you expect them to progress to. Not losing any of the game, kind of what Kirk Cousins did this week. Hey, let's put up 200 yards, couple TDs, no interceptions. Yeah, just feeding the ball, man. Game managed. Alex Smith, you know, special. Alex Smith is great. I mean, anybody you want to train your quarterback to be a game manager, just watch constant film shit him with Kansas City for for 100%. He had some of the weapons that Pat has now, and and he never turned the ball loose. And he had so many opportunities, too. But he's just a safe guy. Yeah. Just a safe guy, control the ball. That's that's what I said for years, man. I said Alex Smith is a guy who's never going to lose you a game, but he's not going to win you. Yeah, he's not going to come back and have the miraculous wins. He had some comebacks, but uh, he's not going to win you the game like uh, you know some of the big gunslingers can. Um, So he's just not going to make that big throw and risk it. Exactly. So uh, with the Raiders Chargers finish. That leaves us both at five and five. Um, then you got the Steelers and the Cowboys, and we both went Steelers, obviously. But uh, dude, the Cowboys, Garrett Gilbert gave the Steelers everything they could handle in the first half. Yeah, uh, yeah, he played phenomenal in the first half. Uh, probably my favorite play of the game was the guy running down the field for the punt return and acts like he pulls a handy the pass bag and then he runs and. Almost down and scores a 90-yard touchdown. <laughs> That's probably my favorite play of that entire game. It was ridiculous. And freaking Zeke freaking Zeke puts up three yards a carry, and Pollard has 6.5 yards a carry. Dude, that is yeah. insanity. And Van Der Esch was all over the field. He looked yeah, he's, good. Yeah, he's finally, you know, after the collarbone surgery, he's definitely looking really good, but... On the Zeke, let's talk about Zeke real quick. So, I work with a huge, huge Cowboys fan, and he brought something up. He did have COVID this year, and he's never, you know, probably been the same since he got back from COVID. Man, you know how many guys have had COVID, though? It's ridiculous. Oh, I know that, but, you know, it affects everybody a little different. I'm kind of, I'm not agreeing with him, but, you know, it could be a possibility. Yeah, COVID is making Zeke fumble the ball. I got you. It's no, good. No. Well, <laughs> even even his running numbers are you know down. Yeah, dude. It, well, and once again, was Zeke that good, or was their offensive line that good? It's kind of the Barry Sanders versus Emmitt Smith debate. Yeah. Emmitt Smith was a great running back, but if you plug in another good running back behind their line, I mean, look, they had Herschel Walker, who was destroying people, and they traded to rebuild their whole team, and they put Emmett Smith in behind, and he was a freaking great running back. So it's like, if you have that great line, you can make a lot of running backs really good. And uh, I think the Cowboys, without that offensive line, I mean, obviously, it's showing. Yeah, it's definitely showing, and no quarterback. I think if the Red Rifle might have been playing, they might have pulled that game out. I don't know, man. I like Gilbert. I think uh, I there's no drop-off between the Red Rifle and Gilbert. I think they're pretty similar. I mean, he, was, he played his freaking ass off. And, you know, the, I know he's been in Dallas before and they cut him. And then he went to the, what was it, the AF. The XFL. No, he played the other league. Yeah, they had that. That's right. I mean, that was, one that, um, who the hell was, was it Stoops? Did he play for Stoops on his whatever team? Uh, maybe, but... Uh, yeah, he was the MVP. Lead, yeah, he, I think he was, leading, uh, he was the leading passer of that league, too. Yeah, he was 12-1. and one. He was the MVP of their one and only season. Yeah. yeah. So, the kick is freaking spinning rock, and uh, C.D. Lamb has really seemed to, the last couple weeks, come, in, come into his own... Uh, yeah, when you can get a quarterback throwing you the ball, man, it it helps. It definitely does help. You don't have Danucci back there running around like a fish out of water. Yeah. Um. So we both went Steelers. We're both six and five. Then you got the Dolphins and the Cards. We both went Cards, and the Dolphins. Tua complete his performance completely different than Week One. 
goes two fifty yeah, two TDs. Yeah, a little bit of nerves week uh, his first week. Yeah, kind of settled down. Yeah, he was pretty damn solid, man. Another young quarterback that uh, you know, is he doing what Herbert's doing? No, but not many have done what Herbert is doing. And, yeah, uh, and Herbert has bigger game than Volume Two so far this year. Obviously, he's been behind. Fitzpatrick, but he played good. I mean, he only missed eight passes. Yeah. So you can't complain about that. The only thing they're really missing is a, a well-balanced freaking run game. Yeah. Which I do think, I think Matt Breida would be back next week for them. Well, and that's the... So, did, did the Cardinals get off to a big, a uh, big lead? No, the Dolphins are uh, leading from the jump. I wonder yeah. why they didn't run the ball more, because Ahmed had a pretty good freaking game. He was averaging yeah, six yards that. of carry, five point four. Yeah, about six yards of carry, and uh, Tua even had a seventeen-yard scamper. Uh, uh, they were talking about this game on the radio this afternoon on my way home, and I, I, I like Tua. See I, those I numbers. Like those numbers for Ahmed are deceiving because he has seven for thirty-eight, but all of it came or half of it came yeah, on one I, run. Pretty much one run, yeah. So they couldn't uh, get the ball that, going. Yeah, and I know Chiefs sent uh, Washington down there on a trade, and we got a six-round pick for him. And I know Matt Breida should be back, so he probably will get quite a bit of Him and Howard will get the most touches next week. Yeah. What killed me was I had Hopkins. Hopkins was my number one fantasy guy that week. And, dude, yeah. he did not. He got targeted three times. It was a Christian Kirk week. Like, Seattle, it's either DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett week. Yeah. I mean, Kyler Murray had a nice game, you know, that he had oh, one yeah. sack, three touchdowns, almost 300 yards. I mean, he was solid. They just couldn't get yeah, the running game ball. going. He had 100 they- on the ground. Yeah, he needs to figure out his ball security while he runs. So that's another week with a, another fumble loss. Yeah, you cannot do that, man. It's uh, it's tough. Your defense, you know, Vance Joseph had the Cardinals' defense pretty good, but they've given up some numbers here the last couple of weeks. I don't know if they're going to finish inside the top ten scoring defense like they were on pace to. But uh, yeah, we both went freaking Cardinals, so that uh leaves us at six and six. Then you got the Saints and the Buccaneers, and holy cow, we both went Bucks, and yeah. Drew Brees put on a freaking clinic. Yeah, he, uh, I wasn't too sure about this game because of the way he performed last week with only averaging like six yards a throw, but Michael Thomas being back, and yeah. Hill like, was Drew, all over the place, dude. Yeah, that. That is your future right there. I like Hill. I I wouldn't want to play Jameis. I'd want to play Hill. I like the way he plays. He's the kind of guy who's like, oh, you need me to play defensive back? I'm going to go play defensive. Anyway, any spot to get on the field, he's playing that. That's the busiest man on any team, hands down. Yeah. From Monday to Friday. He's doing everything, man. And they just, I mean, it was, what, 31 to nothing at half? And they pretty yeah, much just that, shut it down after that. Yeah, but Tom Brady, uh, there's a couple balls that that looks like they really like sailboats in there. I've seen a sail, maybe in some Vikings rolling the ball to to the to the Saints DBs. Yeah, and it it was so bad that Tom Brady wasn't even getting overly upset after like the second quarter. Like he would throw a pick. And he'd just kind of walk off the field. Like, he looked like somebody who had been defeated. He didn't look like, yeah, yeah. Uh, holy shit, I have to get this together. I'm going to come back fired up on the next drive and kill him. He he looked defeated. He just kind of, it's kind of like watching a yeah. batter strike out. He put his head down yeah, and just kind of walked. He kind of looked like Aaron Rodgers when they played Tampa. Yeah. He, dude, they just got beat down. And that shakes up the whole freaking NFC South, man. I had the Buccaneers, you know, definitely as the favorites. But, man, they, the Saints woke up and their defense woke up. And then uh, this ugly, ugly Monday night game. Apparently, we didn't do picks. We didn't call. And, uh, I obviously, I would have went with the Patriots. 
and that's probably who you would have went with too, I would assume. But Jesus, it, yeah. the Jets lost that game. The Patriots did not win it. The Jets well, lost it. They're playing for the number one pick. So Flacco lights it up all throughout the first half. And then he gets to the third quarter and just throws a bomb, which he knows that he shouldn't throw. But he's like, I'm going to do it anyways because they coaches whispered here. And Ty said, hey, dude, we're playing for the number one pick. You're going to have to screw it, screw it up, <laughs> He throws into double coverage on that play. Yeah. And Even pre-snap read, he knew where he was going. I mean, as soon as, soon as he got his I'm, I'm throwing it deep. Yeah, dude, it was insane. And Frank Gore, dude, just kept hammering just, out the ball. Ageless wonder of Frank Gore. Love the guy. Dude, he was running with his head on fire. It was... It was impressive that Perry or uh, Perryman had a hell of a game yeah. too, man. Especially with Falco, you know they they play they played together at, um, with the Ravens together in Baltimore, so they had some familiarity with each other. Dude and Burkhead, like Harris, ended up with more yards, but Burkhead was definitely New England's weapon. They kept feeding him and feeding him and yeah. feeding him. He was chewing up the yards left and right, you know. Dude, he probably had never. 30 yards called back on penalties. Oh, yeah, that. Once again, man, we talk about drive killers, you know. Bring Cam Newton tripping on the toe, of, you know, penalties. That's that, that stuff just kills drives so fast. You know, they're, you're hot one minute moving down the field and then a holding. Well, and if you look at Cam Newton's numbers, he had a fantastic game oh, on yeah. paper. But actually watching that game, every dude, it'd be third and 12, and he would throw the ball for three yards. Like, he was checking down every single play. Yeah, they need to figure something out with him, especially working on... He just needs to go back to the fundamentals of playing quarterback. If you watch his feet, every time his feet are all discombobulated, going forward, they're not planted. Throws are sailing. They're overthrown. They're not. Or they're at the dirt. Yeah. But when he when he squares up his shoulders and lets it rip, he looks like you know all pro. Yep. He freaking his his mechanics aren't right. He's got happy feet. He's been hit so many times. He doesn't look comfortable in the pocket whatsoever. Yeah. So we both yeah, finished I'm... six and seven on the week. Whew. Yeah, real ugly, bro. Real ugly. I think we can turn it around this week. Yeah, that ain't no joke, man. Um, you got so you got the Thursday night game, tomorrow night's game. You got the Colts and the Titans. So let's do something. You, I'll go first this one, and you go first on the next one. I'm gonna go Titans. Okay, I'm going Titan. Didn't they just play? Who the hell did the Colts play this week? They played Baltimore. Oh, that's right. Eh, It's almost like the same game. I'm going Titans as well, though. I was like, man, that seems really familiar. Um, Then you got the Texans and the Browns. I'm going to go ahead and take the Browns. I'm going to go ahead and take the Texans because Mayfield is not playing. Yeah. Mayfield's not playing? Oh, he's on COVID list, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm going Texans on that one. Screw that noise. <laughs> uh, then you got Washington and the Lions. What an ugly game. It's your turn to go first that time. I just picked first. No, I just picked the Browns first, but I you were right. Baker's not on there. Okay, I'll go first. I'm going Lions. Yeah, Lions. I have to go Lions, too. I don't. I, as much as I'm happy for Alex Smith being back on the field, I just can't. Yeah, he still has too much rust going. Um, so that uh, gets us to the Packers and the Jags. Wow, you got yourself yeah. an easy one on that one. Yeah, Packers all the way there. Yeah, I'm going Packers as well. Then you got the Eagles and the Giants. God, that's a, that, this is a trash game, too. Mm-hmm. This is like the lead for the NFC East, I believe. <laughs> the worst division in football. Uh, is it me or you? Uh, me, because you picked the Packers. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with the Eagles. Eagle. 
I'm going to go Eagles, too. I'll, like, I kind of want to lean towards the Giants, but I just don't have faith that Daniel Jones could hold on to a league and their defense could hold on to one. Yeah, I'm not going to go with the Giants until they prove me wrong. <laughs> so then you got the Buccaneers and the Panthers. Uh, Panthers? I, like, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater's been playing great all year. You got to remember McCaffrey, he might be out as well, though. <clears throat> they got Mike Davis. I, I have faith that Mike Davis could pull it through for them. Going with the Panthers, I'm going to get back on the Bucks. And uh, just to be different, because I was leaning towards Panthers. If McCaffrey was there, I'd go Panthers on that for sure. I, I mean, Mike Davis, when he was filling in for him, he did absolutely great. So I, I have faith that they can head on to it with Mike Davis. Yeah. Um. Then you got the Broncos and the Raiders. And obviously, I'm going Broncos on that. I'm going to go Raiders. Yeah, I think that's the smart I- call. <laughs> if you have anybody whoever is in the Raiders backfield this week whether it be uh, Jacobs or who the hell's there or Jackson uh, it's going to be Jacobs and Booker yeah if I, I, those two should be starts in your fantasy league because Denver is giving up a hell of a lot of gra- gra- yards on the ground so we're going to talk fantasy real quick Running back from the from the Jacksonville Jaguars is a start too. Yeah, they are playing. I Jags are Houston is Packers. That? Packers. Ooh. He's um, a start this week. He's a start this week. Trust me. Dude, they're gonna be so far behind. They're gonna be throwing the ball. No, he's he catches the Jack uh, Robinson catches the ball out of the backfield, and they will run the ball. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Man. Every every article that I've read and and every game I've played him in, he's scored points. Yeah. So, he would be a star. He's going to get at least 20 touches either way, either catching or running. You start him. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. And then, the Packers defense is not good. No, that's why. I mean, they've given up a lot to running backs, so. Yeah. Well, see, and that's why I'm starting. Um, my flex is Jacobs. Denver's defense looks really, really good on paper, so he's super cheap in the flex. I think DraftKings has him at 4300 or something like that. Yeah. But every – Denver has given up, like, uh, 160 yards rushing in the last three games in a row. So that's a start for me. Like, that's a cheap, cheap start. Yep. Um, then we move on to the Chargers and the Dolphins. I think this one's going to be a shootout. Yep, I agree. The Dolphins' defense isn't half bad. I'm, I'm going to take the Dolphins. Taking the Dolphins... Oh. I'm going to say the Dolphins are going to the Chargers are going to get up early and then the Dolphins are going to rally. I hope that the Dolphins win being that they're in the AFC the Chargers are in the AFC West but I also think Herbert gets a win. He needs a win. Real bad. Yeah. Yeah, he does. I'm going Chargers. Um Dude, that takes us to the Bills and the Cardinals, and this is a, a good game. It's a pick 'em game. They have it at even money. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go Arizona. Uh, I think they're going to bounce back after losing to Miami. I'm going to go Bills on this one. I, uh, For no other reason, really, to be different. See if Allen can carry over the great game he had last week. That leads us to the Rams and the Seahawks. And it, I think another really, really cheap, affordable start for anybody should be a receiver off of the Rams. Um, whether it be yeah. Cup or anybody else, their receivers are like middle of the pack it price wise this to, week. It 100% has to be Cup. Uh, that's what he I gets, was leaning he, towards. He gets, the, he gets the most targets on that team. 
And if you want to do a stack, it sounds shitty, but Jared Golf. Yeah. A lot of people that a lot of people that I've read and listened to all week are picking him, and I kind of I hate Jared Golf because every time I've had him on a team, he sucks. But this would be part of the week. Bro, in our in our league, are terrible. In our league, where we created our little uh, our team, I had Cup on my team like four different times because I was like, the Seahawks are so bad. I don't I I don't remember what my final roster is, but I've had him in and out like four different times because he's such a cheap option, and I think he's going to put up fifteen plus. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna have a good game. I mean. The only thing I can say, if you want to start Woods, is you know he's going to probably get a couple jet sweeps. Yep, that's well, and see the difference, the price difference between Woods and Cup is only two hundred bucks. I think it's not crazy different whatsoever. And Goff is super cheap this week; like he's like the eighth or ninth quarterback. And uh, dude, going against Seattle, like that's that's easy. It's just. Is Goff Goff yeah. or uh, is Goff shitty quarterback? Man, it's a it's a toss up. It's like one week, you know, the one game I could say that he looked really really super good was him versus Pat. And I hate being because I'm a Chiefs fan. And I'm going back to that game and the Chiefs lost that year. It's probably one of the greatest football games I've seen in a long time. I think he, he puts played. up. I think he puts up a ton of yards because I think Russell Wilson puts up a ton of yards. And oh, I think yeah. it's going to be a shootout. This is going to be an aerial smorgasbord. Yeah. Well, who's your pick to win it? Uh, I'm going to go Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going Seahawks as well. I think they bounce back. But I think it's a close game, like a 30 freaking 4 to 31 or something like that. But fantasy, I would go golf. Yeah, I think Goff is a good, good start. A good bang-for-your-buck start. Yeah. Um, then you got the 49ers and the Saints. Uh, that's an easy one. I know, just go ahead and pencil this book in for Saints. Yeah, because uh, 49ers have no quarterback. <laughs> I think they yeah. have like 12 quarterbacks, but uh, none of them that are NFL starters. Not at all. Um, then that leads us to the Bengals and the Steelers. Ben's out with COVID and double knee problems right now, so I want—I don't want to make the bad pick, but I'm gonna go Bengals. Yeah, I already had Bengals penciled in for mine. Um, yeah, Bengals. I think they're gonna attack the Steelers uh, deep is where they're really weak on the deep ball. Yep, I agree, man. I uh, I had Burrow in my lineup because Burrow's done nothing but put up thirty points a game, like. Yeah, Burrow puts up points, and it's just the same thing over and over. He just is consistent. The Bengals don't have the he's wins, a, but he's consistent. He's my starting quarterback this week in our league. Burrow is? Yep. I had Burrow in there. Like I said, I don't remember. I tinker with it too much. Uh, you know, tinker stinker time. But uh, where the hell? I have... I don't know if I have Burrow still, but I got Boyd as one of my receivers. And I think because he's a cheap, cheap um, option, man. It's just I, I like finding those value picks. Yeah, uh, Tom McClellan from uh, uh, Washington would be a good one. It's who the who'd you say? Uh, Terry McClellan. Yeah, but who's throwing him the ball? Alex Smith will probably be throwing him the ball. Yeah, and that's so... He, 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 catches, he can catch a short one. Trust me, he'll, he'll probably get some catches this week. Yeah. Just walk, just, just walk, check check his stats on Sunday and see what he does. I might <laughs> be right, I might be wrong, but... Well, that's half the fun of freaking football, man. Uh, you know, I've had some... Some guys that were the big money guys. Like I said, Hopkins was my number one player this last week, and he gave me a whopping like six points. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm taking a I'm taking a gamble on a, on a Bronco this week. So I'm taking a gamble on a Bronco as well. And uh, let's let's finish our picks real quick, and then we'll move on to fantasy. 
Um, we got Ravens and Patriots is the Sunday night. Uh, that's easy to play. That'd be the Ravens. I'm going Ravens as well. The Patriots are terrible. Um, and then you got the Vikings and the Bears. Uh, Vikings, easy. Yep, I agree. Keep giving Dalvin Cook the ball. And that's Vikings all the way. So, let me jump into uh, Giraffe Kings real quick. Pull up. I guess we have to finalize it tonight, huh? Since we got Thursday coming up tomorrow. No, you, no, you, can, change it. you can change it all the way up to Sunday. Oh, we don't have the Thursday night game in here? Uh, you can have the, Yeah, we have the Thursday night game, but your picks don't lock in. So, you can change it. So, Sunday... Somebody gets COVID or some nonsense. Yeah, you can change them out. Yeah. Well, let's let's uh, start at the top. Who you got at QB? You said uh, Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. I got. I went with Breeze, man. He's uh he's consistent. Point wise, is he going to be the biggest of the week? I think Burrow's going to put up more. But San Francisco looked so bad last yeah. week. They're, they're so bad it's one of those uh, value picks. All right, let's go uh, RB1. Uh, Aaron Jones. That's who I got as well, Aaron Jones. What do you got, RB2? Uh, Robinson. Robinson. James Robinson from, from Jacksonville. Yeah, he gave me big points last week. I'm going Kamara. Uh, he's, he's my number one on my, like, Top top list, but you know the fifty thousand dollars you gotta spend, you gotta put it together. Yeah, yeah, dude, he's a he's a beast. He's consistent. Last week he was a little off, but uh, he still put it. He gave me like eighteen points, I think, or something like that. Yeah. So um, that's where I spent my money was freaking Jones and Kamara. Then everything else is kind of pieced together. Try to get some value picks. Um, receiver number one. Uh, Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd, really? I'm going yes, Higgins. I, I like Higgins, but I mean, boy is uh, he's put up big numbers every week. So. Oh yeah, we're both going same team. Yeah, we're both both picking the Bengals. So it's uh, wide receivers. So it's a toss up to see who gets it. Really. I mean, so week one it was slow, thirty three. Week two, seventy two. Week three, one one point five. I mean, he's. Only three touchdowns, but he, he, has, he, he hasn't been stealing yet. So. Well, and, you know, we got, we're got we of the same mindset that Cincinnati is going to be airing the ball out. Yep. So then you got uh, receiver two. Jerry Judy. No shit. Jerry Judy is my number two as well. He, number one, he's cheap. Number two, Denver is going to be playing from behind and throwing the ball a hell of a lot. And he is their number one receiver. Yeah, and he's their he's their number one receiver right now, man. Tim Patrick, I had him as my value pick last week because he's been putting up 10, 12 points a game. And he snuck one touchdown in on one of his three receptions, so he got me ten points. But uh I went Judy this week because he's you know, he's cheap. Uh-huh. Wide receiver number three. DK. DK Medcap, there's your money. Yeah, no, he's he's not as expensive as he was a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah, he's cheaper. I, I got a. Uh, uh, you could you could almost if you wanted to. Devonte Adams obviously is number one. He's going to put up numbers. I mean, if you if you wanted to be safe and not play DK, uh, Kyle Allen and Michael Thomas would be a. I don't know if I want to. I'll, I mean, this is this is a subject to change. I mean, this well, right, right. This is just what it is right now. Yeah. See, my number three is a uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Man, you made the call last week. He was on my team last week. He put up big numbers and really uh, won a couple of my different uh, teams. Man, he he killed it. Um, tight end. This is one where I planned on spending money and then realized that Kelsey. Was on the buy this it's week. On the buy. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, okay, well, this is pretty much irrelevant because uh, outside of what, um, Hawkinson? Who the hell is the number one tight end this week? There's uh, it, there's nobody drastically different. No, uh, one of the top uh, uh, 
Devin Waller. Devin Waller. Yeah. He would be a good pick. Uh, God, uh, um, Ingram. Freaking, uh, that, that's about it. Uh, you, you might get away with it with a uh, tight end from Miami. Yeah. Down, he catches a lot of passes in the red zone. Um, I'm actually playing uh, Ebron. Ebron? I went even cheaper, and I went uh, Hooper. Austin Hooper out of Cleveland. He had a super slow start, but he's put up over 10 the last couple weeks, and he's cheap. So uh, that's one of my rolling the dice picks. If, you know, Kelsey's in there, I take my money from the flex, and I put it into Kelsey. But uh, without him, I decided to go a little different. Who's your flex? Joshua Kelly, subject to change depending on if uh, Justin Jackson gets back in the lineup. Yeah, dude, he killed me last week. Yeah, big fucking donut. You know, he wasn't, he was a game time decision. It was like right before the game I found out, I was like, well, son of a bitch. Yep, that screwed me. I didn't even, I didn't even pay attention, completely missed it. Yeah, so I'm watching, I might even just find some Chargers app so I can quickly find out if Justin Justin Jackson plays. Flex, I'm going Josh Jacobs because he's playing Denver, and Denver is giving up a piss ton of yards on the ground. Um, Like I said, their three starting defensive linemen are out, and they were already struggling against the run, and he is a cheap, good bang for the buck. And then defensive theory wise, if you my opinion on defenses is if you cannot afford one of the top five, there's no difference between the very bottom and somewhere around the middle. You're looking at like three points or seven points. Which yeah, I would uh, rather spend that money on a good player. I went with the Rams just maybe because Aaron Donald might get a couple sacks. Yeah, see, I went with the Jags. I I kept all my money in other players um, because the difference, I can't remember who was the top last week, but I think the point differential was like seven points. Was yeah, the, the top difference. this week is the Steelers, and that's $4,400. Yeah, see, I went with Jacksonville. That's 2000 That's the difference between... Me having Jones and Kamara, or Jones and, you know, a, a second stringer off another team. Yep. Yep. So, you know, like you said, subject to change. We'll see uh, see what pans out, but uh, that's yeah. kind of the way it goes. Yeah, I'm going to listen to some more other podcasts and do some more reading. Dude, you know what I've got addicted to? Is the dime or quarter entries? You don't win shit off of it. I think I won like three fifty off of uh, Sunday night's game with the Saints and the Bucks. Is you do the the single game build a team? Yeah, that one's those are a little bit difficult. I've won uh, a couple. I've won five dollars on a couple of them. Yeah, and man. I've had I've had strange lineups. I have you know. The defense in the very top spot where you're getting the double points and two kickers, a quarterback, and a wide receiver, and I've won. Yeah. Dude, those are really, really fun. And like you said, you know, you can put in next to nothing and win a couple bucks off of them. And uh, it makes every game a little more entertaining rather than just uh, flipping back and forth kind of thing. Yeah, like, a lot of my friends still play the the regular fantasy where you keep the player every, every week. I, I love being able to change at a drop of, you know, a hat. It's it's fun. Well, yeah, and, and that's that's like, uh, you know, a lot of times, you. I mean, obviously you've grown up in Missouri, and Casey is always on TV. Every single game is on, on TV. But as a Denver fan, the majority of the time, it's about half the season, except when Manning was here. Like, Denver is never on TV. So I'm entering these little single game for the game that I'm watching, just to make it a little more interesting, it's you know uh-huh. fifty cents a dollar, yeah. whatever. Because you have stakes in the game. Yeah, yeah, it just makes it a little more fun, man. A little piece it together. So that's what I've been doing lately. But 
we'll see uh we'll see what this comes out to man because this last week was ugly as shit yeah hopefully our picks are a little bit better this week but i'm excited i'm happy to have you in my league i freaking had to boot my old man because he can't figure out how to get his money onto his account so i said you're getting the big x buddy (laughs) that's too freaking funny man need to get him hooked up with his paypal Oh, well, it's not even PayPal. He's just moved places and can't figure out how to get a hold of DraftKings and get the, his address correct on there, so... Oh, that's annoying, man. Yeah. Anyway... Yeah, it's going to be a good week, and everybody's team is still subject to change. I'll probably I'll get to work so early, so I'll do some homework last in the, in the truck. Yeah, that's that's how I get the inside scoop on uh, Denver. I listen to about an hour and a half of Denver podcast a day. They put out a new episode a day, so it's always fun. Yes, sir. Chiefs put Nico Harmon on their COVID list today. That sucks because he's been big for them in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he's finally kind of seen the – he's running a lot this year. Yeah. Dude, another fast receiver, or fast, you know, guy off the edge, receiver, hybrid style. Dude, imagine if Reggie Bush was in the league now. Yeah. Reggie Bush is McCaffrey when he came into the league. They just didn't know how to use him yet. Yeah, just imagine if, you know, you go back in time, get him, and you put him on the Chiefs team. Yeah, yeah, the dude is Christian McCaffrey. They just didn't know how to use him. Even the Saints, I mean, they, they try to come up with some different stuff, but... It's just not the same as it is now. There's two plays when I think of Reggie Bush. Getting blown up by freaking uh, Erlacher? That one. one. And then when he's still at USC and he hits the brakes and whoop. Yeah, it almost looked like the ball went behind his back like a basketball play, but it didn't. It's just the way that his arms rotated. Yeah, still today is probably one. That's a great play. Yeah, dude was a freak, man. All right, buddy. Well, I will let you get off here and get to bed. I got to uh, get some kiddos ready for bed. They might have burnt the house down, but who knows? You got insurance. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, bro. Have a good night. Tell the family I said hi. Will do. You take it easy, buddy. I'm in. All right, later. Bye-bye. All right, guys. Week eight. Week eight. Move the sticks. Hopefully, you like some football information. Hopefully, uh, you guys are out there doing the same thing that we are, getting some DraftKings, doing some picks. Let us know. Put the comment in the closed group who your picks are, and uh, we can see, you know, maybe you guys can beat us. We went 6-7 and seven this week. Been averaging like 10-5, and 11-4, stuff like that, but this last week was a, a kick to the nuts. So if you think you'd do better, comment in the closed group. Let us know what you think. Like it, share it, enjoy it. Have a good one.